Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk about having a fiction and a nonfiction side of my life and how I'm still learning as I go to balance that work. So since Sweet Potato Jones came out uh, on the market in 2020, you guys have pretty much seen from 2018 with that signed contract in May, the birth of the podcast and all of that and what it means to be uh, in the traditional publishing world and the self-publishing world. Well, I haven't really done a lot of episodes to talk about what it's like to be in the fiction and the non-fiction world because I'm still figuring it all out. And I know I've got tons of places where I can grow on my non-fiction side of life. So, yep, that's on my to-do list. Man, you're talking about a long to-do list. Like, I can tell you guys right now, on the fiction side of my life, it's for Sally Shoup, my editor, to be able to help me go back for my back list and polish up my old novels, especially the Hartwell Chronicles Teenage Exorcist. That is the first one that I'm going to start with. That one is going to be rebranded this summer. Now, everybody that I've talked with, I've went to my launch team, which now we have over 70 members in my launch team. Should I change the cover? Should I, nope, nope. Everybody's like, don't change it at all, ever, ever. So I'm not moving with the cover change on that one, but I am moving with an interior change as far as the grammar and um, commas, all of the punctuation, all that. So I'm going to be cleaning that up. And so as I move through the year, I really focus and have been focusing on my fiction side. But I do have a nonfiction side of me that I can't neglect and I can't ignore. If I do, then that's a part of my life that brings me great fulfillment and joy. And then I'm missing out on those opportunities to connect with people. So I'm making a commitment today in the middle of a busy season to really start to readdress some of my priorities for my fiction world. So I'm not messing with covers. That's not what I mean. Something like that. I'm not talking about surface. 
like something with the book. I'm talking about connections because it's still aligning with what my word is for 2021. And that is building connections. So I've got these books out there. And each year I'll put out a book. It's an everyday challenge book. It can be the author challenge or the Bible devotionals for couples or the mom challenge. Well, how well have I done connecting with moms or couples? What have I been doing to promote that work? (laughs) Like, um, nothing. Like, legit nothing. So, now I've got to say, hold up. Stop forgetting your nonfiction side. You've got to take care of that end of your line, too. So, you're going to start to hopefully hear me talk about it. This should not be the only day. Um, But there are many of us that are out there chasing our blank pages. And that could be from children's picture books to Bible devotionals to well-being and nutrition. And, I mean, there's so much that we are passionate about. And when I sit in front of the page, Everyday Mom Challenge was birthed out of Everyday Mom Ministries. And that was where I actually started in this life. It wasn't Sweet Potato Jones. It was Everyday Mom Challenge. That's where I started within the ministry of nonfiction. Then when Sweet Potato Jones popped in in 2018, I could feel the climate change. I could feel the environment just shifting. And I was moving very heavily into a dream that I had always had about being a fiction author. But my confidence wasn't there. And so with a lot of prayer and encouragement, I kept moving forward with my fiction world. And now I've built an established list on the fiction and the nonfiction side simultaneously. So now what do I do? You know, I've got this list, right? I've got this book. So this week, you guys heard me talk about KDP, and I got a quality control issue because of the page break, and there were like four journal spaces. Y'all remember me talking about that? So this weekend, it was on my list to do. Um, I went back in and readdressed everything. Made, uh, spent last week working on, you know, just looking at the formatting, looking at everything, making sure that parentheses were around the Bible verses because my editor had been working with me on the monarch method and we were talking about consistency and layout. And so now I'm using that little symbol, don't joke me, that marker. I don't know the name of it, it's a marker and it shows you the little lines word. (laughs) So that, now that I've recognized the value of that little button that looks like a paragraph marker, (laughs) maybe that's what it's called. Um, I went back in with Everyday Relationship Challenge, the Bible devotional for couples, and just cleaned everything up. Then I went, submit. And I knew that it had to go back through Amazon quality control because the errors would need to be removed. And, you know, I didn't want them to pull the book down. I I want this book to be out there. I want it to be for couples because it could bring someone joy. And I pray that it does. 
Now, this book is on KU, so if you want to give it a chance and you have Kindle Unlimited, jump on. Go check out my Bible devotionals. They're all on KU. It's under Jennifer Eichner Lowry, but you have to spell out that whole Jennifer because the Jen is on my fiction side. So I have like two Amazon pages, one for fiction and one for nonfiction. They're not linked. So you'd have to go out and search. And so maybe, you know, that's something that I can talk with Amazon about. Maybe I could go back in and say, well, maybe I could just put Jen on everything. Guys, I've got my doctorate in Christian ministry, and I've specialized in well-being, and it's like, and leadership. I, I don't want to not have that on there. I mean, <laughs> I worked really hard. I'm not even talking about the money I spent, but I worked really hard at my dissertation and working within the field, and I really want to have that it's a part of the credibility too when you're working with the nonfiction world like what is it that gives me the right to say something um biblically or whatever one the holy spirit does i don't have to have the degree say hallelujah right now okay <laughs> the holy spirit gives me the words i need to speak but i know that there are people out there in the world that might say hey you know she's got a doctorate you know if she's trying to help me uh, with my everyday mom stuff and have some fun with my kids, maybe that could push some of that credibility up there. I mean, that's just the way it works. But I do want to let you know that the weight of that is the Holy Spirit, y'all. It's it's not all of the degrees that are behind your name. It's the Holy Spirit and you chasing after your words. So in my nonfiction world, I'm not going to write a book about nutrition. That's not for me to write. I'm not an expert in that field. So I'm not going that route. I'm leaving all of that to my sweet dear sister in Christ, Pooja Chilla Curry. Pooja can write all about nutrition because she has her master's in nutrition. She has years of scientific experiment, experience and science and, and all that knowledge all in her belt. That's Pooja. We all have our step, right? I have like living this everyday life. And that's what my platform is. And guys, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> that's kind of like the Jen Lowry Writes platform too with fiction. Because I'm just living this everyday life with all of its challenges and all of the family and responsibilities and just trying to find some joy within the day. You know, there's a reason why my Bible verse is this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, in this day. And so I really try my best to find ways to find this joy within the day, regardless if it's with my family, with if it's with my colleagues, if it's with my students, if it's with my author friends. You know, I'm looking for places to where, you know, I can be me. And that's in that everyday, finding that everyday joy. So, you look at that line, it'll still be like the monarch method. It'll say, look, you're having a conversation with Jen. I mean, it's very informal. I don't use any fancy, fancy words. I ain't all about that life anyway. And if it's going to be authentic and reflective of me, <laughs> when you guys pick up a Bible devotional for me, it's the same way. 
But what have I done to promote those books? And there we go back to the question of this whole thing. You know, have I been doing a good job at balance? And so if I'm going to reflect and ask myself that question, and you can ask yourself this same question, you know, how much energy have I devoted to my book, to promotion, to connection, to authentic engagement? Not paid marketing plans. I'm just talking about the way I, you know, the way I'm running it. How I'm talking about me, and then I'm gonna have to say, Jen, you've really been neglecting that side, and you neglect the side of a garden. That garden is not gonna be in the shape that you need to produce fruit. So. It kind of hit me when I was doing the quality control issues. And so, here's what's hilarious about it, okay? The stuff's been sitting on KU, and I'll get KU reads. You know, I, I, I monitor my work every day. I monitor. I go online every day as a businesswoman, and I check. I check sales. I check stats. And I record them. Um, in order for me to do an audit, I need to be able to have a pulse on the sales in the social engagement and what I'm doing around that. I think that I can't tie things together. I can't say, you know, this causes this. It's not a causation. I can't say, A, you know, I spent time on a live last night, and B, I got a sale, so it was probably someone just on that live. No, I can't do that. But I can see if I'm having days or months that are more active in my sales targets then maybe it's something around that. So I do monitor. Even my nonfiction work, I monitor it. But it is not healthy. If we're going to talk about a garden, it's not really a healthy garden as far as how it is producing fruit. You know, the reviews aren't there. It's really hard for me to get the reviews. You know, the reviews aren't there, but the sales aren't really there for that side of my life. But it is back to me. How much of this is my responsibility as the author? Guess what? 100% of it. <laughs> and I got I to gotta claim it, guys. I got to own up to this, and I've got to have my reflective conversation about it. Then I have to give myself the grace to grow. I can't beat myself up and say, doggone it. You know I wrote Everyday Bomb Challenge and I pretty much just left that mess out there to fend for itself. What kind of mama am I over these books? Then I wrote Everyday Relationship Challenge. And I've thought about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got such untapped energy there such untapped spaces that I could knock on doors and I've not been doing it so here I am making my list out going you know I was just encouraging someone this week to create a list of their readers well guess who I'm doing now I'm doing the same thing with my nonfiction side and I'm hoping that I will be able to get my books into the hands of more readers. Because ultimately, that is our goal. To get our hands into the books of readers. And then prayerfully, you know, if, if they feel led, spreading that by word of mouth. And sharing it online. And creating reviews if they feel led to do so. You know, I pray about that. 
But the reason why I wrote those books to begin with is to get them into the hands of readers. Not just to see it up on a marketplace on Amazon and not move. Now, I'm not saying they're the best couple devotional, you know, set out there. Or it's the best mom parenting book for joy, for having fun activities with your kids. I'm not saying it's the best thing out there. But it's a part of who I am. It's a part of my author platform. So I've got to be very mindful of that. You know, just like fact versus fiction is coming out. And, you know, it's poetry month. And, of course, I'm talking about it. But I also got the clay in the potter's hands. It's out in ebook, paperback, and audio. Come on. I do I talk about this stuff? You guys are going to laugh at me. You're going to say, Jen, I mean, what else? You're getting a bunch of titles in there, girl. Just say, don't beat yourself up. Yep. There you go. Give yourself the grace to grow. Give me my words back to me. And then calm down. Make a list. Go ahead and tell me all these things. And then start spreading out some energy and putting it into your books and your nonfiction world. So that way I can try to see about this whole balance between the two. Because the balancing act that I've been doing has really not been effective, honestly. If we were wanting to say productivity is based on sales and outreach, um, that's not the case with my Bible devotionals. And so then my next question in my reflective conversation is then how can I change it? Who can I enlist to help me make those changes? What do I need to make those changes? And then what is my timeline? Because I can't just throw out something like this and say, okay, you know, I want to kind of put some new breath, you know, into my nonfiction world. And I want to have that by the end of 2022. No, I don't work that way if y'all ain't figured it out by now. It's like over the summer when you have pockets of time over, you know, the course of the next few months while you're prepping and planning for everything for the Monarch Method. You've got your Bible devotional there. That is a Bible devotional. It's an authorcraft book in Bible devotional and journal form. It's a niche, y'all. It's something different. I know that. It's some unique stuff. But if somebody likes the Monarch Method and they have kids, they may say, you know what? I want to check out her other devotionals. Or let's say they're in a relationship just getting started or just working on their 15th year of marriage. And they just want to get a relationship book, a couple's book to go have some fun and joy with the Lord. They might say, hey, I like her style. Let's get that. Let's get that. So I got to have kind of things out there rotating around. So I've thought of an idea. One of the ideas that's on my list is to do once a week book spotlights. I got this idea from Tish. She did an author spotlight of me of Love Over Pizza and she put it on her blog and I'm very thankful for that because that's authors supporting authors and we definitely need to do that and help each other. She put it on uh, her newsletter. But she did like this, you know, book spotlight about Love Over Pizza. Because I've got all of these different titles now, 
I was thinking about, you know, bringing out an excerpt. So once a week, bring up a book. Did you know I've got Everyday Relationship Challenge, Bible Devotional for Couples? Well, did you know I've got My Boyfriend's Back, Angels in Love with Graceland? So I could bring up a title that I have. Or did you know that Offbeat just got its new cover? So let's have a launch celebration. I did a giveaway today in my newsletter. But then I got to forget you know, I can't forget, I mean, then I can't forget to go, oh, did you know? I got an everyday mom challenge. You see where I'm going with this? So, it's just to kind of cycle back through and do some book spotlights. And I could do some poetry around it or maybe do some additional journaling for the nonfiction. There's all kinds of ways that I could do it and it can just keep the spark going. It can keep the hope alive for all of my titles and maybe they won't get so mad at me sitting up there on the shelf me neglecting them and getting jealous of everything else i want to appease all of them and just show them that each one of them is worthy in their own way and in their own light and i can't neglect my nonfiction world so i held this conversation with you guys and i'm thanking kdp because when they sent me that quality control email it got me back into that book and it got me excited again about the potential for that book and how it can help couples grow together in Christ. And I was like, man, I love this book. I love this little book. You know, it's nothing. It's not rocket science, but I love that little book. So I redid it and I submitted it again. And you know what happened? Amazon reviewed it, found no errors in quality control the ones that they had found before because I actually used that page marker thingy and then they put it up live again so now the book is up and it's in paperback it's an ebook and then I got sales on the relationship challenge book and I praised God I said a couple's got it a couple has it and then I asked my writing group to pray that that book serves its purpose and it brings a couple joy. And that's what I prayed about. And I didn't just pray about it and not ask others to pray along with me. I did. I went to my group and I said, guys, can y'all pray? Can y'all just, I felt led to ask for prayer over that book. And I, I know my people prayed. And now I got tons more praying to do prioritizing and balancing and I know that with the Lord's help I can do it I'm not gonna get overwhelmed I'm not gonna get frustrated because you know what my fiction side and my non-fiction side it's all for him it's all for his glory and it's all for good and so it'll work itself out either way in one way or the next or the other it's got a time right a time for this and a time for that and a time for one time for the other so if we got us a time for nonfiction, got us a time for fiction we'll move it on back and that's just the way we've got to learn within our author life that it's okay if you don't get it all right to begin with, it's just how you're working towards your goal that makes the difference and the reflection that you have as you move through your goals. So I needed a kind of a pause day. And you know, that email put me on pause, forced the relationship challenge 
onto my list during nano I was working on projects I was like oh I got some time now I can work on this next thing so I fixed it set it back now there is zero quality on there but now it's made me have this reflective conversation with myself and you can hold these same reflective conversations I model it out you guys can take these same kind of questions that I asked myself go back and listen to the podcast again and start asking yourself these same exact questions well all right guys I hope that y'all have a blessed day I will check you guys out later I um I put up a new poem today to, um, that I'd written back in 2015, but I made an image for it and uh, to honor my mom and daddy, and it's got the pictures of them when they first got married, so if you want to check that out, you can go to my Instagram. I'm going to do a reading of it. I decided that during the month of uh April with Poetry Month. It can't be enough. I want to read poems to you guys on the podcast. As silly as it sounds, you might see some poetry reading um, start popping in, but it can't be while I'm on the road. It's got to be when I'm at home in front of my computer, then I can read the poems to you guys that I've written in the past that um, that I want to share. Well, all right, guys. I hope y'all have a blessed one. Okay, bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22nd, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus Writing Conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day. All sessions will be live from YouTube and Facebook. You don't have to register to attend, but registration allows the Writing Warriors for Jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information. You can follow us at Jesus Writing on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news. Hope to see you there. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.